Hello and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. This is episode 279. My name is Emily Rainbow Davis. Thank you so much for listening to the blogcast. Uh, today's blogcast is Gen X themed. Uh, if you have somehow just joined the Songs for the Struggling Artist world, you may not know that there are many, 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 many other posts about Gen X. I did a whole series mm, a few years ago now uh, that I, I thought was just going to be like a post or two and turned into this like eight part series. And then I just, you know, I have more thoughts. It continues to be interesting to me. Uh, so this one is in that, in that vein um, and inspired by a trip to Reddit in the Gen X subreddit. Um, yeah, and I think this is relevant to other generations as well. So, you know, stick around other generations. I think there's stuff you'll relate to. <laughs> it's called Circles of Gen X Friends. Someone in the Gen X subreddit proposed a dating app for making Gen X friends. I expressed my enthusiasm for it, saying it appealed to me because most of my Gen X friends have moved out of New York City. Someone else replied that they still had a lot of Gen X friends in New York City, and I did not respond to that person with a hearty, sarcastic, well, good for you. Are you a lucky one? Though I wanted to. I did not say... I guess most of your friends didn't move to New York City to chase their theater dreams, or their art dreams, or their music dreams, or their poetry dreams, or their film dreams, or their dance dreams, and I guess everything worked out for your people, huh? Now, I don't mean to imply that stuff didn't work out for my friends. They moved here to follow their dreams, and then they followed them to other places. They run theaters in their hometowns or their adopted cities. They have poetry programs and dance companies around the world. They make movies in their native mountains. They make paintings and sculptures of their new neighborhoods. They bring their big city dream-following perspective to young people in far-flung spots. It's working out for them. But the fact of those folks leaving does mean that any community that formed when we all moved here has been scattered and lost. I imagine that this happens to every generation at some point. Everyone moves to New York like they're going to be here forever, and then they leave after a handful of years. I guess that's the norm. Contrarian that I am, I moved here like I was only going to stay a year, and here I still am over two decades later. I miss the leavers and need to find or reconnect to more stayers. That's why a Gen X dating app for friends sounded really good to me. That's why, prior to the pandemic, I wanted to be invited to your party. That's why I joined multiple book clubs. That's why I joined a knitting crochet group, even though I am very bad at crochet. I will tell you, in every single instance of attempting to make friends in this city, I was always the lone Gen Xer. Every single time. So, sure, this random person on Reddit may still know a lot of Gen Xers who live here, but they probably travel in much different circles than I do. 
Maybe they're high-powered lawyers or overcommitted doctors. Maybe they belong to the Yale Club or Soho House and hang out drinking martinis with fancy people. That's nice. Sounds like fun. I used to hang out at Dojo where you could get a whole carrot ginger dressing covered dinner for less than $5. It's harder to find Gen Xers here in general and even more challenging to find some who would have felt at home on the St. Mark's Place of yore. It's not like I don't have any Gen X friends here. I still have quite a few. It's just that I used to have a community of Gen X friends, or rather, communities. Two decades ago, I had circles of friends. I had theater friends, music friends, circus friends, education friends, college friends, Shakespeare friends, random friends, friends from my home state. There were circles that intersected and some that never would. I have lone friends now. The communities have gone off to more hospitable climates, but one lone friend usually remains. Often I am that lone friend. Also, the friends I still have here are New Yorkers, and therefore usually impossibly busy. Most of them are also parents, so they don't have acres of time for gallivanting around New York City with the child-free likes of me. It's not that there are no Gen Xers here. It's just that they are busy, and the social nets of our communities have vanished, and so we stand a vanishing chance of just happening to be in the same places together at the same time. So maybe I, I don't need a Gen X friend app. I need a Gen X circle creating app. It's not that all the dream followers have followed their dreams elsewhere. Some of us are still here. It's that the communities that formed around those dreams have dissipated. And there's no good way for those of us whose circles have vanished to build new circles. Frankly, I think it's a problem that this city spits out as many artists and dream chasers as it does. It may be good for the places it spits people back into, but it is terrible for the artistic life of this city. We lost artists from multiple generations this last year and a half. The city failed to support most of them in their darkest hours, and now we've lost them. Probably forever. Most Gen X artists already left when they were in their 30s. And now, most millennials are in their 30s. The eldest ones are turning 40 this year. And what with the abysmal way this city supported its artists recently, and the inevitable waves of New York City spitting out its dream followers, I think there's bound to be an exodus in the next decade. Maybe I'll be in it. Who knows? <laughs> Unlikely. Where would I go? Will Gen Z artists and dream followers even bother coming here? If they do, I hope this circle dispersal doesn't happen to them too. I read recently that we know a city is dying when young people stop moving there to chase their dreams. I'm not loving the prognosis for New York City that way right now. Maybe let's get that Circle app going. Pronto. It's funny, it's been so long since I, like, tried to, you know, get out there and meet people. Like, you know, like, I went through a whole phase of, like, hitting book clubs and knitting circles and whatnot. And, uh... 
it's not it's not really pandemic activity. <laughs> so it just feels like forever ago that I wandered into a, a dark bar in Brooklyn searching for the ladies with the knitting needles. Uh, and it was years at this point, <laughs> I'm guessing. So I looked for songs about circles and uh, did not feel I could do a soul coughing song any kind of justice. So uh, I'm not doing soul coughing circles. I I did play through Joni Mitchell's circle game. I, I, I just, I think the Gen Xer in me cannot do it. I, 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 also, I cry every time I sing it, and I, I don't need that right this particular moment. Uh, so then I was like, oh, what about this Belinda Carlisle Circle in the Sand song? And uh, it's actually perfect. It's not about circles in this sense, uh, like I'm using it here, but it, it is about circles. And... Uh, it also has this funny quality of being very Gen X-y. And I feel like I'm going to have to ex- back up and explain something that I've been thinking about uh, to explain why. Uh, so I saw another subreddit uh, topic in the Gen X subreddit world um, that used a quote from an article where they said, cynicism is Gen X's love language. And honestly, I have not been able to stop thinking about it since I saw it. It, it, I, I'm, I don't know if there will be a blog on this at some point, but there might be because my brain just like circles around it. Like, what? Yes. No. Yes. Uh-huh. That's true. No, it isn't. It's like, it's really, uh, it's, it's a sticky idea. Um, and I feel like this song relates to that. <laughs> Because this song, on the surface, is is a love song, right? It's like, we're going to be together forever. Uh, you know, we love each other. I'm going to be with you always, but ba ba Like, it seems like it's a really romantic song. But it's written in a minor key, and it is pretty, it's minor. It's like, a, it's in minor. And then the images are not, like bright and sunshiny like it literally you know the rising of the moon as the sun goes down the the like end of summer the waves crashing the chill in the air like all of the the imagery is is suggesting other than good times and the central metaphor of the circle in the sand when you think about it, <laughs> like, it is the least permanent kind of circle you can imagine. I mean, I guess you could, if you made one out of feathers or leaves or something, that would be a sl- even less permanent circle. But a circle in the sand is not going to last longer than the afternoon. So there's something about the song that is, like, hidden cynicism. Like, it's it's like, on one hand, oh, we're going to be in love forever, down below no you're not this is some bullshit this is what it's all gonna suck like there's just a there's an undercurrent so um so it felt right for this particular uh blog um and i'll play it for you in just a minute thank you so much for listening 
Uh, if you like the podcast, please tell someone about it. Share it. Like it on the various social medias. Um, you can also support it with dollars uh, or whatever currency on patreon.com slash Emily R. Davis. Kofi or PayPal are also possible. Those links are all in the show notes. Uh, and always much appreciated. I also very much appreciate your ears on this podcast. So thank you for listening. And uh, I'm going to give you here Belinda Carlisle song from I don't know what year it was, but uh, here it is on ukulele. Circle in the sand. Baby, don't look back I won't walk away uh-huh.